that we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Um, I have a few announcements before we begin the actual sermon. Um, the monthly potluck and prayer is coming up next Wednesday, the 25th. So the very next Wednesday coming up, and we're going to have an Ethiopia missions recap. So in lieu of prayer, we're going to eat and then listen to Nick and Sam um, let us know how the missions trip went. So we'll look forward to that, and hopefully you guys can join us for that. Tanae Martin is looking for interest in going over the book Shepherding a Child's Heart. So see Tanae if you have interest in that for the women. Um, and then the last but not least is the Sunday School series, How Rich Are You? The Believer's Resource in Christ. Sunday mornings, 9 a.m., Wayne Martin will be leading us in that, talking about our resource in Christ um, this coming Sunday. So join us for those things. Um, you remember our scripture reading was the narrow way versus the broad way. Um, I'm glad you guys are here tonight, especially those of you that read the news or those of you that have your favorite podcast that you keep up on, those of you that um, go to your favorite websites, maybe that have a conservative bent. Um, uh, if you're someone that's aware of what's going on in the world, um, the serious downgrade in the moral fiber of not only our country, but across the world, we're seeing it, we're watching it. If, you, if woke ideology or transgenderism, or the wholesale slaughter of un unborn children, um, if the assault on the constitutional freedoms that we have, or human trafficking that's going on, or if billionaires pushing their twisted agenda on us is, or maybe even other forms of lawlessness are, are weighing you down or affecting your outlook, this sermon tonight is for you. So. Um, this, it's also for those that have quit looking at the news altogether. You're just done. Um, the negativity is too much. It's affecting me. I just got to get away from it. So this is for you because if you are here and you are endeavoring to trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, tonight is the night. So we're going to continue our series in the Songs of the Soul with Psalm 37. So if you'd like to turn there with me uh, to Psalm 37, uh, we're going to read it together. Um, in, your, in your Bibles, the homiletic in your Bible may say, have a title like this, He Will Not Forsake His Saints. You may have that title. Um, it is an inspired title because it comes directly from a quote from verse 27. Interestingly enough, Christine Wirth uh, posted on her Facebook page, I think today, that verse, verse 28, which basically says he will not forsake his saints. So he will not forsake his saints. So what does that mean? Um, it literally means, for, forsake literally means to leave or abandon. So he, God, will not leave or abandon his saints. Saints being his chosen ones. Or from our earlier passage tonight, the few. So God will not leave or abandon the few. If you are in Christ, you are of the few. 
if you have become downcast at all by what seems to be the prospering of wickedness of the many, take heart. This is your night. This psalm, Psalm 37, has 40 verses. I'm gonna, it speaks for itself. I'm going to read it to you all the way through, and then we're going to discuss it. So here we go. Verse 1. Fret not yourself because of evildoers. Be not envious of wrongdoers, for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourselves in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as a light and your justice as the noonday. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evil. For the evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. In just a little while, the wicked will be no more. Though you look carefully at his place, he will not be there. But the meek shall inherit the land and delight themselves in abundant peace. The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose way is upright. Their sword shall enter their own heart, and their bows shall be broken. Better is a little that the righteous has than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds his righteous. The Lord knows the days of the blameless, and their heritage will remain forever. They are not put to shame in evil times. In the days of famine, they have abundance. But the wicked will perish. The enemies of the Lord are like the glory of the pastures. They vanish. Like smoke, they vanish away. The wicked borrows, but does not pay back. But the righteous is generous and gives. For those blessed by the Lord shall inherit the land, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hand. I have been young and now am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken or his children begging for bread. He is ever lending generously, and his children become a blessing. Turn away from evil and do good. So shall you dwell forever. Verse 28. For the Lord loves justice. He will not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever. But the children of the wicked shall be cut off. 
The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell upon it forever. The mouth of the righteous utters wisdom, and his tongue speaks justice. The law of his God is in his heart. His steps do not slip. The wicked watches for the righteous and seeks to put him to death. The Lord will not abandon him to his power or let him be condemned when he is brought to trial. Verse 34, wait for the Lord and keep his way, and he will exalt you to inherit the land. You will look on when the wicked are cut off. I have seen a a wicked, ruthless man spreading himself like a green laurel tree, but he passed away, and behold, he was no more. Though I sought him, he could not be found. Mark the blameless and behold the upright, for there is a future for the man of peace. But transgressors shall be altogether destroyed. The future of the wicked shall be cut off. The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their stronghold in the time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. So, we see in this psalm a contrast of two ways. The way of many and the way of the few. The easy way versus the hard way. The way that leads to destruction and the way that leads to life. We see from this song and from our own experience that it appears that the wicked always seem to prosper. You have that experience, right? You've been watching. You see what goes on around us. They seem to get away with their evil and never are held accountable. The fact most likely has frustrated you and even enticed you maybe to envy the way they prosper at times. I spent a good deal of my waking time as a police officer being frustrated with what I saw in the wicked seeming to have all the breaks. Um, The worst of the worst seemed to not be held accountable. Never. And it seemed that um, in those breaks they were not held accountable. This kind of frustration then can lead to questioning God. You might ask, where is the justice? How long will you allow these people to destroy our way of life? Well, this song answers those questions and encourages us to trust our Father, does it not? For reference, this is what is termed an alphabetic acrostic psalm. What What that means is that every other verse begins with a successive letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Steve Lawson notes that this is a psalm of David in which he recorded what he saw all around him, the prosperity of the wicked and the suffering of the righteous. Paul identified this as well in his letters to Timothy when he experienced the injustice and wickedness prospering. Yet, he encouraged Timothy to remain steadfast in love and in patience. 2 Timothy 3, 10 through 12. You don't have to go there. I'm going to read it. 2 Timothy 3, 10 through 12. 
You, however, have followed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, verse 11, my persecutions and sufferings that happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, and at Lystra, which persecutions I endured. Yet from them all, the Lord rescued me. Verse 12, indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. So notice that those who desire to live godly in Christ, the few will suffer, yet the Lord will rescue. I wonder if David's son Solomon read this psalm when he was thinking about writing his Proverbs. Have you, do you see the correlation between this psalm and the Proverbs? Um, as an example, uh, listen to Proverbs 12, 2 and 3, and then verse 7. Proverbs 12, 2 and 3. Verse 2, a good man obtains favor from the Lord, but a man of evil devices he condemns. No one is established by wickedness, but the root of the righteous will never be moved. Verse 7, the wicked are overthrown and are no more, but the house of the righteous will stand. This is just one example of the contrast we see in this psalm in the Proverbs. Um, so the contrast of the two ways is the way of the, the many and the way of the few. So if you have been frustrated and tempted to envy, maybe, the seeming prosperity of the wicked, this psalm encourages us in three ways. Number one, blessing for obedience. Number two, justice will be served on the wicked. Number three, the Lord will defend and protect his own. So we're going to look at each. You know, our desire should be doers of the word, right? Effectual doers of the word. Um, this blessing is being obedient doers. And that's what we're going to talk about. lost my page. Hold on. Interesting. There it is. So according to this song, we are to be obedient in the following ways. You ever you haven't seen that before? Losing your page, pulled two out. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. You guys are like, please find it. Please find it. <laughs> uh, I found it. I hope I have it in order now. Um, so we're going to be, we need to be obedient in the following ways. Here they are. This is the list. Number one, fret not. We are told this three times in this song, in verse 1, verse 7, and verse 8. Fret in the Hebrew is the verb meaning to be heated or hot in anger. Interesting, right? You wouldn't think of fret. You'd think of be anxious or worry. But it actually means to be heated or hot in anger. So don't be angry and don't be envious about the seeming prosperity of the wicked. 
Number two, trust in the Lord. Number three, do good. Number four, befriend faithfulness. Number five, delight in the Lord. Number six, commit your way to the Lord. Number seven, be still and wait for the Lord. Number eight, refrain from anger and forsake wrath. So the question is, what is the blessing for being obedient in these ways? This song, this psalm, song, answers that question. The answer is, the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. He will act on your behalf. He will bring your righteousness to light. Expose it for all to see. You will inherit the land. You will have abundant peace. And the Lord will exalt you. So these are promised blessings for those who obey in these things, that we, the list of eight that, we, that this song identifies. You will be blessed in those ways. We need to trust that we will receive those blessings if we obey. Um, trust involves belief, and belief in the, we need to have belief in the promises of God. Hebrews 10.23, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. So that brings us to number two. We are encouraged by the fact that justice will be served by the wicked. How? This song answers the question. They will soon fade like grass and wither like the green herb. They shall be cut off. I got the next page right. In just a little while, the wicked will be no more. In just a little while, the wicked will be no more. That's the hard part. Our little while is different than God's little while. So we have to be patient. The wicked will perish. They vanish like smoke. They vanish away. Transgressors shall be altogether destroyed. God only lets the wicked prosper for so long. They are truly living their best life now. Take heart. Justice will be Preserved. So that brings us to number three. We are encouraged by the fact that the Lord will defend and protect his own. So why do we need protection? The song, again, answers this question. Because the wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows to slay those who way, whose ways are upright. The wicked watches for the righteous and seeks to put him to death. So we know that things are getting ramped up about the um, allowing Christianity to even exist. We know that it's much more difficult in other places in the world than it is here. But the tolerance of Christianity is waning. So we know that um, that could be an issue for us. The wicked will try to put us to death. So the question is, how will the Lord protect us? The answer is, the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that the day is coming. The sword of the wicked shall enter their own heart. The bows of the wicked shall be broken. And lastly, the arms of the wicked 
shall be broken. So we need to be patient. Spurgeon puts it like this regarding this thought. Sinners are not, as a general rule, punished here. Their sentence is reserved until the day of judgment. This is not the time of judgment. Judgment is yet to come. So, be encouraged tonight. Encouraged by the promises of God to the obedient. Encouraged that justice is coming. And be encouraged that we are under the divine protection from the wicked. We are... I lost it again. (laughs) I got to tell you, this is a first. Well, let me just uh, sum it up by this way. Um, We are not on God's timeline. He is. He has his own timeline of how he's going to carry out his judgment on the wicked. We see it flourishing around us and in the world. We see people prospering by doing evil and wicked things. We know that cheating and lying and stealing seems to have its benefits. We are encouraged to wait. Be patient. Wait, and we will see the vindication of God and his justice on all wickedness. So be grateful that you have been numbered among the few. Don't envy the many, but have compassion. I have to remind myself to have compassion on the many because they are only doing that which their father, the father of lies, is telling them to do. Be grateful that our father, the father of truth and life, has given us to his son. You are numbered with the few. You are on the way that leads to life. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you that there are numbers on the top of pages. So if you lose them, you can find them. We're grateful for that. Thank you for that, Father. Um, We bless your name for this psalm that gives us encouragement when we see or if we immerse ourselves in that which is taking place around our country and the world, we can be encouraged and have hope. Lord, we are under your protection. We know that judgment is coming. And we bless your name that we have been given to your son and we are of the few. We bless your name, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen.